Welcome to the Daily Business and Finance Show. W.P. Carey to Exit Office Sector, Cisco's $28 billion acquisition of Splunk, Cleveland Cliffs Reject Standstill Agreement with U.S. Steel Report, S&P, and NASDAQ Experience Significant Declines, Magellan Midstream Sale Approved by Holders, Hollywood Strike Negotiations Resume, Google Maintains Relationship with Broadcom Despite Report, Pfizer's Paxlovid Efficacy Lower in Real World Study, Bill Gross Predicts U.S. 10Y Won't Fall Below 4% Even with Fed Easing Next Year. Stay tuned after the short ad break for more details on these top headlines. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Real Estate Investment Trust, WP Carey, has announced its plans to sell more than half of its office properties and create a separate publicly traded REIT called Net Lease Office Properties. This strategic move is in response to the decline in office occupancy rates due to the rise of hybrid work models. By divesting these assets, WP Carey aims to improve its growth profile, reduce costs, and enhance shareholder value. The spin-off process is expected to be completed by November 2023, while an asset sale program is targeted for January 2024. As part of this transition, NLOP will assume the existing debt and secure a new debt facility with J.P. Morgan. This decision reflects W.P. Carey's proactive approach towards adapting to changing market dynamics and optimizing its portfolio for long-term success in the evolving real estate landscape. Cisco Systems has recently announced its agreement to acquire cybersecurity company Splunk for a staggering $28 billion. This strategic move is aimed at bolstering security measures and fortifying resilience, particularly in light of the increasing prevalence of artificial intelligence. In this deal, Cisco will be paying $157 per share in cash, representing a significant 31.9% premium compared to Wednesday's closing price. Following the completion of the acquisition, Gary Steele, president and CEO of Splunk, will join Cisco's esteemed executive leadership team. This addition is expected to contribute positively to Cisco's recurring revenue and result in an increase in adjusted earnings per share during the second year after the deal concludes. However, it is important to note that this transaction is still subject to regulatory approval and is projected to be finalized by Q3 2024. Cleveland Cliffs has declined to sign a standstill agreement with U.S. Steel, which would prevent it from conducting due diligence on a potential offer. As a result, U.S. Steel has refused to open its books to Cleveland Cliffs. The refusal stems from the latter's unwillingness to sign an agreement that would prohibit it from challenging U.S. Steel's board. This development coincides with U.S. Steel accepting initial takeover offers this week. To demonstrate its commitment to finance its bid, Cliffs has provided letters from multiple financial institutions. These letters serve as evidence of their support for Cliffs' acquisition efforts. In addition to Cleveland Cliffs, ArcelorMittal and an unidentified bidder have also expressed interest in acquiring U.S. Steel. U.S. stocks closed lower on Thursday due to a surge in the 10-year Treasury yield, suggesting that interest rates may stay elevated for a longer period. 
Among the major indices, the tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite performed the worst, while both the S&P 500 and Dow also experienced declines. Cisco Systems witnessed a drop in its shares following its announcement of acquiring cybersecurity firm Splunk for $28 billion. All 11 sectors of the S&P ended in negative territory, with real estate and consumer discretionary being the top losers. Despite the Federal Reserve's tightening campaign, the labor market displayed resilience as initial jobless claims fell to 201k. Additional economic data revealed a decline in existing home sales and a worse-than-expected Philly Fed business outlook for September. The Bank of England maintained steady interest rates after UK consumer inflation came in cooler than anticipated during August. Treasury yields rose, with the 10-year yield surging to 4.49%. FedEx observed a significant increase in its stock price after reporting strong quarterly profits. Magellan Midstream shareholders have voted in favor of the company's $18.8 billion sale to Oniac. The deal, which combines the pipeline companies, is expected to close on Monday. Despite opposition from Energy Income Partners, one of Magellan Midstream's largest holders, the majority of shareholders approved the deal. Shares of Oniac dipped 0.8% while Magellan Midstream rose 0.3% following the news. Proxy advisors ISS and Glass-Lewis had previously recommended voting in favor of the merger. The Hollywood strike is potentially nearing its conclusion as writers and major studios have made significant progress in their negotiations. The Writers Guild of America and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers are on the verge of reaching an agreement following their face-to-face -face meetings. Another meeting is scheduled for Thursday, aiming to finalize a deal. However, if an agreement cannot be reached, the strike may persist until the end of this year. Since its commencement in May, the strike has caused disruptions in production for popular shows like Stranger Things and films produced by Disney, Marvel, and Paramount. AMPTP represents prominent studios such as Amazon, Apple, Disney, NBC Universal, Netflix, Paramount, Sony, Warner Brothers, and Discovery. Shares of Broadcom experienced a decline of 1.5% on Thursday. This drop occurred despite Google, also listed on the Nasdaq as GOOG, affirming that there have been no changes in its association with Broadcom. Earlier speculations had suggested that Google might sever ties with Broadcom by 2027 to reduce computing expenses related to artificial intelligence. However, Evercore ISI came to Broadcom's defense by emphasizing the existing collaboration between the two companies and casting doubt on the credibility of those reports. A recent study suggests that Pfizer's COVID-19 antiviral medication, Paxlovid, may not provide as much protection against hospitalization or death as previously believed. The study discovered that Paxlovid was only 37% effective in high-risk patients, which is significantly lower than earlier research indicating up to 89% effectiveness. It is important to note that the previous studies were conducted on individuals who had not received the COVID-19 vaccine. Additionally, the study examined Merck's antiviral drug, Legevrio, which demonstrated a 41% decrease in hospitalizations and deaths. These findings were based on an analysis of medical records from approximately 69,000 patients in Florida and Ohio. Bill Gross, the co-founder of Pacific Investment Management, has made a prediction regarding bond investors. 
He believes that they will experience a third consecutive year of losses due to persistent inflation and widening deficits. Despite the possibility of the Federal Reserve cutting rates next year, Gross does not expect the yield on the 10-year note to drop below 4%. In light of this, he advises investors to decrease their holdings in treasuries and corporate bonds. Instead, he suggests focusing on pipeline-mastered limited partnerships for higher yields. The decision by the Fed to maintain steady borrowing costs has resulted in losses for Treasury investments, causing the 10-year yield to reach its highest level since 2007. Thanks for tuning in to the Daily Business and Finance Show. Stay informed, stay motivated, and keep chasing your entrepreneurial dreams. Until next time, I'm Montgomery Jones. And I'm Amalia Dupre. Let's part ways for now until tomorrow arrives. This content is sourced from the Seeking Alpha website, so support our podcast by becoming a Seeking Alpha Premium subscriber. See the show notes page for links to sign up. This episode is produced by Classic Studios. Check out our other podcasts in our network at classicstudios.com.